From the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, you're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. Welcome back to the Snakes Cast, everyone. I'm Jonathan Moriarty. Joining me this week are Mandy Gelsma. Hello. And Kayla Narides. Hey there. Today, we're going to be talking about fairness. Now, mostly this is a thing that uh, people who are very, very concerned with winning are concerned about, and in my experience, I find the more people are concerned with winning, the less they enjoy games. <laughs> but um, it's the, the, the cry, that's not fair, is something that can come out and kind of ruin an experience with a game. So let's talk about fairness in games and unfairness in games. Uh, guys, have you got any sort of experiences with a game that was tremendously unfair or that somebody who you played with thought was terribly unfair? Uh, sure. In the... Um Thankfully, limited number of times I've played Munchkin. Um, people, <laughs> not a fan of Munchkin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people claim that it's not fair very, very frequently in that game. Um, just being able to play a card which uh, arbitrarily destroys whatever you're trying to do, um, despite that player not really gaining anything from it other than the satisfaction of seeing you flail around. We should do an episode about take that card games. Right. <laughs> yeah, take that card games. I think um, are patently unfair. It's it's actually a genre of game games where you play cards like take that. And that that's actually a thing. Uh, how about you? I remember a particularly traumatizing game, Monopoly, where they put a movie on in the background and it distracted me so that I, I didn't notice when people landed and I was just <laughs> on my hotels and I became horribly like behind and at that point there was no way to recover and it was just I was it was like I was out of the game but forced to go through the motions. So like actually distracting people with out of game stuff. Hey look over there. And without even without even the movie, like Monopoly is like that in general. Like someone will be far ahead and you'll just just have to sit there and watch them. <laughs> All right, so from what I'm hearing so far, the, your experiences with unfairness in games have been pretty negative. Mm -hmm. You guys, but from the sounds of it, you prefer for games to be fair. Yeah. That's uh, uh, kind yeah. of a, what do, we, what do we mean by that, actually? Well, would you be terribly shocked to hear that some people would actually prefer to play games <gasps> that are patently unfair? Wow. What? Games where people are horribly mean to each other. People like Steve Tassie, for example. Sure. Oh, yeah, well, that makes he sense. He loves games that are horribly unfair. Mm. Uh, games where you get to really sort of grind people's noses in the fact that they're losing and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, Maddie McLean is also very big on games where uh, you can just be horrible to the other players. Mm. And there's a certain amount of, well, is it fair, though? I guess that's the question. Is it fair if you if you do this, if it's still part of the rules of the game? <laughs> when a game is, is built in such a way that it kind of starts everyone off on an even playing field and there's a chance to come up from behind um, and not get like so horribly behind that it's not possible, then I, I do like a little bit of being mean to each other. Because like, mm -hmm. oh, you're mean to me at this turn, two turns down the road, I could get you back, and it's still kind of a tight race. So turn a bet is fair play. Yeah. Yes. Right. Or it could be water under the bridge, depending on whether or not it's... <laughs> depending uh, on your It'll ruin your <laughs> game to uh, try to get revenge. That's true. Well, mm -hmm. well, one thing's for sure. Different people have different ideas of what fairness means. So let's dig in a little deeper into this. Some players, like uh, our, our uh, beloved game guru, Kristen Travis, believe that fairness in a game means that the most skilled player, probably her, wins. <laughs> I mean, Kristen's actually, she's really smart, she's really good at games, she's dedicated a lot of energy to getting good at games, and uh, fairness for her means that uh, she should be rewarded for that skill with victory in mm -hmm. her play. If she, if she plays well, fair, fairness means that she wins. If she plays poorly, fairness means that she loses. Uh, for other people, fairness means everybody has a shot. Yeah, everybody always has a chance that they could win. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that, that, of course, is going to negate the skill element. And as a result, we wind up with some very divergent ideas. I mean, if, 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 uh, if, you need to, if you're looking for a game where everybody has an equal chance to win, you want something like Snakes and Ladders. Mm -hmm. 
Light. Where although the start player has a little bit of an advantage. Right? Actually, that's true. Going first in uh, snakes and ladders will, uh, will will definitely give you an advantage. Uh, the 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 exact opposite of that would be something like chess, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. both players are exact. Actually, the although first yeah, it's first player as well. Yeah, yeah they have an advantage there too. Uh, they call that the first mover problem. Mm -hmm. it's, that's uh, the first mover problem is a game where the player who goes first has an advantage. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, which which of those two do you guys think is is fair? Which 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 is right? Uh, I tend to skew towards the latter, where everyone has a shot at winning, um, makes it more uh, more fair than um, the person with uh, the most experience with the game always being the one uh, victorious. Um, just because games should be fun, and they should, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and there we go. We can just turn off the podcast. Now. Again, that's, uh, that's, that's the thing, though. Because fun means different things to different people. Sure. And uh, for some people, uh, if I play better than you, right, and I lose, that's not fun for me. Or well, not for me personally. Because uh, I'm fine with it. Actually. Sure. Let's take a utilitarian view of the of the word fun. Where, um, if it's fun for all or the majority of the players at the table, then we can consider it fun. Okay. Um, whereas a game where the person with the most experience with it wins every time, it's only fun for that person, really. Very true. Or, I guess if you're competitive, then you're trying to uh, oust that person from their uh, lofty perch as a <laughs> head victor. I think a, a great game that I think is kind of a great combination of them, for me, was when we, I played Magical Athletes for the first time a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, I love you Magical take a game Athlete. that's essentially Snakes and Ladders, um, but all the, the players have magical powers, and in the beginning of the game, you have to like bid on these players to be able to get them. Yeah, you pick teams mm -hmm. like you're in the schoolyard. Yeah. Yes. I want the troll, I want the necromancer. So there's a bit of strategy to the first part of the game, but then once your team is chosen, you just play it out and hilarity <laughs> ensues. So it's yeah. a nice combination. We had this amazing round where the <laughs> oh, necromancer yeah. kept moving people back and the pirate kept kidnapping people. So the, 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 it all, took the, like the entire pack was within about five spaces <laughs> for the entire run. Right. And the pirate goes, Arr! whereas in first place goes back and then the necromancer Pushes moves him. the pirate back. <laughs> and then it, oh, it was, it was, it was a, <laughs> That's a great game. Yeah. You, could, you could hear Yakety Sax playing in the background. <laughs> um, but what, did that feel fair? It did, because like everyone had their chance to get the same athletes, and, and you had to choose and pick which one you wanted, and then it just was down to what cards were played, or what what athletes were chosen for the race. Honestly, that was so silly, I didn't care if it was fair or not. <laughs> yeah. I just, it just became a moot point. Um, Alright, so what about co-op games? Uh, stuff like Pandemic, or uh, games where everybody's on the same team, you're working together against the game. We did an episode about co-op games a while back. Mm -hmm. um, does there always have to be a way, a way that the players could win, or else the game's unfair? Um, the chance has to exist, I think. Uh, if, the, if you can arbitrarily lose right before you start playing, then <laughs> I, I don't think the game is fair. Like, um, if, for example, the victory condition is unreachable based on like, how the, the shuffle turned out. Right, how the cards are arranged. Yes, then um, that, that game's not fair, really. Like, um, can you're... it still be fun, though? Yeah, it definitely could still be fun. Um, if you don't know that you can't win, then uh, it would be a lot of fun. I really like co-op games because I'm not the best game player. I enjoy playing games, but I'm not a particularly... I don't win very often. So with co-op games, uh, people can help me out, and we all kind of work together. And uh, you may not win, but there's at least that sense of, like, oh, we, we had fun, we did our best. <laughs> I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, camaraderie. Yes. All right, so um, what about chance then? What role does chance have in fairness? Is it unfair if you get lots of bad dice rolls more than the other players or bad card draws in a game that combines skill and luck? Does that, does that affect fairness? Uh, I think chance is the main factor towards making a game fair. Um, all players should have an opportunity to win. 
Um, but if the dice just aren't rolling your way today, do, then, you, do you feel like it's not fair? No, not at all. Uh, that, the dice could have been bad or could have been worse. Sorry. If, if, if chance makes up too much of the game, then yeah, it might be unfair. But if it makes up a fraction of it so that it keeps things a little bit even, then I think it's fine. Sure. Um, but in your favor. Magical Athlete is, I think, a fair game. But uh, chance makes up, um, I'd say, a whole lot of that a, game. A big chunk of it. It's yeah. true. It, it, the thing is, whether or not it actually is fair... It feels fair mm-hmm. yeah. because you all had an equal chance to roll a one through six. The dice were not loaded, um, so yeah. It's, I guess the um, whether or not a game is fair is less important than whether or not it feels fair. Like in that co-op game, if you don't know that you have no chance to win, you can still enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. And it's only once you know that it's rigged mm-hmm. that you have no chance. Mm-hmm. That's when it feels that's when, like yeah. it's not fair. So it's all about perception. So what about player interaction in a game like, for example, diplomacy? Sure. If you have one player who's obviously better at the game than everybody else, everybody else can absolutely gang up on this better player and wipe them off the board pretty easily. Is that fair? Well, if it's Steve Chassis, yes. <laughs> Secret Alliance against Always. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Team Secret up Alliance Steve against you. I, I guess not so much if you listen to this podcast. But yeah. <laughs> Ignore that, Steve. But um, yeah, I think that goes... I don't know. It's a tough question, actually. Um, for the person who is used to winning and uh, who's established themselves as like the dominant force at the table, it might not feel fair. But to the other players, and uh, they're like, you know, uh, establishing the whole like uh, underdog narrative where we're working together to take down like the big bad. <laughs> then yeah, sure. And if fair. you're really that skilled, I mean, if you're the skillful player at the table and you're really that good at diplomacy, then surely you should be, you should be good enough to turn that the other way around <laughs> yeah, and say, right. okay. Everybody's going to gang up on me. I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. So the question is, how much of my territory are you going to get, Mandy? If you're willing to work with me and mm-hmm. so keep me alive for just a couple more turns, you can have this territory here. In exchange, we'll take Mikhail out. Yeah, <laughs> and you can have all of his territory. Right. So Skillful. That, that's, kind of, that's Again, that's a different kind of skill. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and oddly enough, it becomes fair again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can turn the tables. Yeah. Uh, or at least the perception is that it's fair or at least it might be that it's fair, depending on what it is you consider to be. Okay, uh, let's go lightning round. Okay, trivia game, where one person is an expert on the topic and nobody else is. Fair or unfair? Unfair. Unfair, yeah. All right, so pretty much unanimous there. I don't think anybody's going to disagree there. Uh, complex Euro game, like Puerto Rico, with a little interaction, um, so players can't gain, can't, uh, weaker players can't gain up on stronger ones, where one person is an expert at Euros. Fair or unfair? Oh, I'd say also unfair. If you are unfair, one of the players, unfair. But if the game is funny, you enjoy playing it. You could have fun either way. All right. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure. Again, the the, the players who are more skill based would call that one fair. Mm-hmm. Um, chess, fair or unfair? Uh, barring the star player thing, fair. Fair. All right. Interesting though, because uh, chess is, uh, is, 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 if anything, even more skill driven. I suppose than that's Puerto true. Rico. So right. the best player is pretty much guaranteed to win at chess. But going into chess, you know that you know that. You need skill. Perception, again. Uh, Likewise with Puerto Rico, you have more than two players, generally. Right. Okay, uh, snakes and ladders, fair or unfair? Fair. Fair, but boring. (laughs) It's It's so fair, it kind of comes around the other way. You just go through the motions. (laughs) Exactly. Get a computer to play it for you and go through fair. Oh, I won, yeah. Multiplayer game with lots of interaction where weaker players can gang up on stronger players, fair or unfair? Fair. Yeah, fair. We, we just uh, established yeah. that, right? Yep. Multiplayer game with lots of interaction where nobody knows who the stronger players are. Also, definitely yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. 
I like it. Um, I although, play. yeah, that, that raises an interesting question because we just deem Puerto Rico as unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the skilled player is probably going to win every time if nobody knows who that skilled player is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, perception. That's it's, it's what it's all about. That's that's where fairness is in the eye of the beholder. I think that's the takeaway from uh, from this episode. But uh, before we go, I want to throw one more question at you. Supposing you've got someone like a Kristen Travis who prides herself in her skills. And, uh, and, and enjoys using those skills, who, for whom fairness is a question of may the best player win. Mm-hmm. And somebody more like Mandy at the same table, for whom the fairness is about everybody having a shot at it. Is it possible for players on those opposite end of the spectrum to sit down at the same table, play the same game, and enjoy themselves and not feel like the game is unfair? I think so. I think you need to find the right game. Um, I'm not a very good game player, but I like playing games. So if I'm playing with someone who's just really good at strategy and has a lot of skill, if we play a cooperative game, then suddenly I feel like I'm a better player and the overall experience is much better. Cool. Um, she may not necessarily agree, but I mean, I think... I bet you with it in case of a co-op, uh, that, would, that would actually work really well for both of you together. It depends on the co-op, though. Yeah. Um, in a co-op where the the skilled player can uh, kind of alpha player. Oh, the alpha player. Yes. Right, and yeah. tell people what We've to do. We've talked about that. Then uh, yes and no. But uh, in games like, for example, Hanabi, where um, right. you kind of have to forge your own path. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fair, but it also might seem unfair to the player who uh, feels as if she is getting um, arbitrarily messed up by the other player's play. Still, though, that, uh, that just becomes part of the challenge for them. Mm-hmm. At least it could be. Since that uh, you know they now uh, have to use their skills more than ever, right, to right. help to make up for the shortfall from the relatively new, inexperienced player who hasn't had the chance to develop that level of skill, mm-hmm. um, and that it just adds sort of adds to the challenge and hopefully to the fun for somebody like that. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode on fairness. We hope you found it fair. <laughs> uh, if you have thoughts on this issue, we'd like to hear about them. Let us know through your favorite social media: Facebook, Twitter, yada yada. And in the meantime. Thanks for listening. I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Mandy Jelsma and Mikhail Enriquez. Game on. Game on. Game on. Thanks for listening. You can find more from the Game Gurus by subscribing to the Snakes and Lattes YouTube channel or by visiting our blog. Just go to snakesandlattes.com and click where it says blog up near the top of the page. Until next week, I'm P.T. Douglas. Game on.